YouTube channel. Make sure y'all come subscribe. We'll go into it. You say Trump in office is scary? No, it's not. Any white man in office is scary. <laughs> y'all got to stop acting like Biden ain't a whole bitch ass nigga as well. And that's what I don't like about some of y'all scary Negroes, man. Y'all be acting like Biden ain't a whole whole ass nigga. And the Democrats ain't whole whole ass niggas like the Republicans. You know what I mean? And everybody that's just hopping on they clicking they balls ain't whole ass people as well that's been pushing y'all in the same whole ass agenda for the last 400 years. Y'all got to get off that, man. Because scary Negroes, ain't, that ain't my people. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, man, you know, I... I <laughs> We ain't operating like that, man. They they been on some whole ass shit for a minute. This nigga Sleepy Joe is literally about to die any day now. Like, how you vote for an old white man that you wouldn't even allow to run your business? This man can't even stay up at night. This nigga is literally geriatric. So we not going to act like this ain't American. Like, I'm going to speak for real so y'all can get the real real. You feel me? All of these white devils don't fuck with y'all. So if y'all want me to speak for real for real... That's where we gonna go. Man, y'all come over here, man. Let's let's have a real conversation. We don't know that. Where I'm from? We live now. We live? Yep. Yes, sir. Peace <clears throat> 19 Keys. It's the Man to Man podcast. Steve, man, can you get us started on this target, man? Oh, let's for get sure, into for the sure, Trump for conversations. sure. First off, F thing list. Peace to the family, peace to the family. Like, now it's been a lot going on in the media, but today, today, today was like breaking news day For on sure. your boy Donald Trump. Now, I don't know if you all seen this in the media today, but in Colorado, the Supreme Court had ruled to remove Donald Trump off the ballot completely in that state due to him breaching the Amendment 14. When it comes to the um, insurrection clause on and law and that and I guess they're trying in that clause or whatnot, it states that anybody who's been in rebellion or like a confederate they can't run for a position of power in America. So they're trying to use the January 6th riots against Donald Trump, and Colorado is the first state to ever use this 14th Amendment clause ever. Uh huh. You know. So my thing is. Do you think this can become a domino effect to the other cities? And also, does that disinfiltrate the um, Trump supporters in Colorado, make them feel powerless? Like they ain't got a voice out there now since they can't vote for they, uh, who they really support? Um, I think it's a dangerous precedence that's being set. Uh, and what's going on? It's just another, it's just another <clears throat> lady sticking a war against Donald Trump because Biden is so low in the polls. This is his, I think he polled like the least favorable of all time during his his presidency, uh, specifically against Donald Trump. There's only really two candidates right now right. that could possibly win-win. Um, if it's not Donald Trump, I don't see Republicans having somebody that can really go to bat that can win in this particular quarter. Because it got to be somebody that personality sticks out that the people know the story of. Yeah, And I just don't see nobody <clears throat> like that right now. The, the fact that the Democrats still have Biden and they not present nobody else to me lets them know that they don't care. Um, y'all can't, can't just come and say that Donald Trump is bad for America and y'all going to keep pushing Biden. Biden, <laughs> Biden is geriatric. Biden has dementia. Biden does not care that he is old. 
Um, and you wouldn't let buy and run at McDonald's. You wouldn't. Let's just be honest. If 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 he went and applied with all his credentials to say he wants to be a manager of McDonald's, I don't think he could do it. Right? Not on his own. He got to have a full-time staff, a full-time health team just to try to keep him cognitive of the little time that he does have in front of the American people. Yeah. And I think that... <clears throat> Biden is a is a spirit representation of where America is at. It's at the falling stages. If Biden represents anything, he represents America in the end of America. Right? Doesn't have much to go. Is clinging on to these old ideas, not willing to let go of power. Right? Um, he's old. Right? And you know, um, he's not willing to let nobody else get that power to change ideals and values in America to make real progress. Right. And he's fighting against any progress that could be made. And he's a part of the manager. He's he's being managed like a puppet. Yeah. Somebody got his hand in their back telling him what to say and what to do. Right. And, you know, this is a very dangerous thing. If the Democrats really want to be taken serious, they have to have a candidate that represents something that the American people care about. They can't just try to get rid of some student loans. The, the, the issue with student loans is, yes, there's a lot of people who can't afford them. Uh, people who can't pay for them, right? Um, those people are already not making enough money. Those people are already not going to pay back the student loans. Yes, it's going to feel great to get that little stress off their chest, but it's not going to increase their income. It's not going to change their quality of life per se. So that's not something that's really going to get the people around. And everybody in America don't have them, right? Uh, these younger children don't even look at the institution of education as a viable resource for them to live the so-called American yeah. dream. Mostly because they don't believe in the American dream no more. The American dream is something that is diminishing in the background of people's ideas. The millennial and Generation Z and Alpha Generation looks at even having a mortgage as, you know, an unreasonable thing. They say, I don't want to go to school, get education, get a degree, wait till I'm 60, till I'm so tired that they call it retirement because I don't want to do much else with life, but wait around to die. You know <clears> what I'm saying? Have a mortgage that I got to pay on for the rest of my life with taxes. None of that just seems fun. They don't even want to practice uh, monogamy anymore. They're not, <laughs> I'm just being honest. The old values of America don't yeah. represent the new generation, and they don't have politicians yeah. that can speak for those values and new representation. So they're completely disconnected from their voter group. I feel like, you know, this it's a saying they, they they love you and then they hate you for the same thing. The thing that they kicking Trump out of the ballots for is the same reason that the people of America love him for, his rebellion spirit. You know, we needed that. We needed some somebody that come in and ruffle feathers and say, say what they mean and stand on it, you know. But now... I'm more worried about, like I said, the citizens mm -hmm. in those countries, I mean, in, in that state, that wanted to vote for Trump, but now they don't got no voice. Like, so you worried about them? I ain't gonna say worried about them, but I, it's a concern. It's a, it should be a concern around there because it's like, shit, that's my, you say I got the right to vote, but the person that I want to vote for, I can't take them off. So now you're gonna make me choose between the candidate that I ain't got no, yeah. no and type that was of, what, you know, it's in Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado, Colorado. but different. But but the thing is, this could, if this happened in all the big states, like if Texas and California chose to do the same thing by using this Amendment Fourteen law, it could like crunch this whole campaign. Yeah, no, thousand percent. I think. Uh, here's the thing. There's a lot of, and here's this one. Nobody wants to admit. There is a lot of black people who have no problem one hundred percent liking. 
speaking out for and with Donald Trump. That's just it. Here's the thing about that. You can be mad about that. You can have whatever differences in opinion. But how come neither candidates, because they've always told us to vote for the lesser evil, at some time, at some point in time, this has to wear on the the American consciousness. This has to wear on people to where they're tired of that slogan, they're tired of that propaganda. And unless you're presenting a good candidate, right, then you have to be okay with people choosing whatever they're comfortable with, right? And people say that racism is not a real thing that people are worried about anymore. If it's not in the news, you're not experiencing it on a daily basis. Mm. It's just a fact, right? I grew up at a time, I can ride down the street and somebody hit me with the N-word. I also grew up at a time where, you know, we just slapped somebody for tripping and playing around. I grew up at a time where microaggression was at an all-time high. The type of racism that we deal with now is an inner consciousness built into the system of America, but it's more so the class of issues that we mm. have. When we see the statistics about the 17,000 versus 171,000 household incomes, these are class issues. Right. The, the, the economic issues that we're dealing with are class issues. Yes, they're built on, you know, these particular institutions and agendas. But the younger generation are not faced with the physical representation yeah. of racism anymore. Yeah. So what they're looking at is the economic, financial, economic uh, uh, education disparities in America. They're not looking at it from a race issue anymore. They're looking at it from a class lens. Right, because there is a strategy for the individual and the family. Yeah. But nobody can tell me that there isn't a formula and a framework that if you get into investing, you get super educated in America, you have a right mentality in that family, right? And they're raised up as an institution that that family cannot make it in America, not only in America, but across, across the globe. Across the globe, yeah. You can't tell me that that's not possible. You can't tell me that racism is going to stop now if uh, stop that family. Now, if they want to go and go work for white man, yeah, then those white men get to decide how biased they want to be. That's the that's the <clears> terms <throat> of reality. Yeah. But here's the thing: I would go continue to complain about institutions and their preference of or how they want to run their institutions <laughs> or build it. Yeah, that's the choice. That's why you know the things that happen throughout time in America. You know how uh, uh, continue to happen in the cycle over and over and over again. You got to learn from the lessons and move forward. It's, it's that simple. Like you can't tell me that. And this is an analogy that I love to use. Whether you want, you, would you rather be, you know what I'm saying, a, a white man in America with privilege, right? That's subpar, or would you rather be a genius black man in America? Who you think is going to go farther? Mm. Now, if this was in the 1930s, we would say the white man, because there's too many things in front of it still that can stop. Man can get killed walking down the street looking at somebody the wrong way. But in this day and age, man, a man being super intelligent and highly genius, man, he can do anything he want in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like, man can go move to Dubai and, and, and get into goddamn a market out there and start making money. Like, ain't nothing stopping men and women today, but their mindset. Uh, <clears throat> All right, now this, this, it got me going back, right? Like I said, they, they went to the Constitution, right, to use it against them. And it's the first time that this specific law has been used against a president. Yeah. But what I'm thinking, it's, 
when it goes to the Young Thug situation, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to bad by the Constitution when it comes to your president, you got to do it for your citizens as well. Like, why you want to use people rap lyrics in in courtroom and you say that I got the right of speech, freedom of speech, you know? So do you think that this is, like, strategically going against Trump? Or is they trying to, like, actually, like, obey the law? <laughs> they ain't trying to obey no laws, man. <laughs> exactly. no damn laws in America. <laughs> America is not about following no rules. Yeah. America is about creating the rules so that the ruling class can break the rules and continue to rule. That is it. America decides when somebody... Say that again. America is about the ruling class breaking the rules so that they can stay in rules. They put mm. those rules so you can stay ruled, not so that they can follow those. They don't care about doing illegal things or none of that. I was talking with my brother Keenan. He said, only black culture is the one who villainize uh, their criminals. He said, in every other culture, they're celebrated, right? We even celebrate the cartel, the mafia, yeah. right? All of those <clears throat> different things, right? America, it, 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 it makes movies and glorify those things. Even they serial killers, they glorify. They make Netflix films yeah. about them. They got them dressed up like them on Halloween, and they glorify them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's a sick thing from that particular lens, but that's the reality. It's like what's going to with Jonathan Major. Same thing happened right. with Nate Parker. Nate Parker, so Carly, witness scene or has something going on with some some situationals. You feel me that he's seen in college or whatever, and they dropped him for Hollywood, and he was moving. He was booming. Right. Jonathan Majors was booming in America. Yeah. Right. Um. Jonathan Majors had it booming so much. Um, Why well, you should have told me my mic was down quicker. I, I want the people to catch all of that good stuff I was just saying. Damn. No, it was on. It was good. Okay, somebody said it was low. But no, Jonathan Majors, you feel me? And, and, and before I even get into the Jonathan Majors story, yeah. here's the question, right? Redemption. Can anybody become canceled, really? There, the, the quote comes is, if, if your society doesn't have a pathway from rede- for redemption, then get out of it. If your organization, your institution does not have a pathway for redemption, leave that institutional organization. You should not be a part of anything that does not have a clause and a pathway for redemption and redeeming yourself. It's only one thing that cannot be redeemed in my book, and that's... Um you ain't got to say the word. I don't want to hit yeah, the algorithm. That word and, you know, anything dealing with, you know, children and, I guess, snitching. You can't come and no redeeming from that. But other than that, you can't. say that, but Gunner. Um, oh, well, he proved it wrong, huh? 6 9 Yeah, they proved it wrong, uh, Here's I guess. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the streets no longer rule nothing. The street code doesn't matter anymore. I'm just being, I mean, besides those who literally... Yeah. Decide to be we, a part we, of that. We redeem murderers all the time. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for I sure. I mean, you you, you can literally be a part of our culture and talk about your, you know, actions against other people within our culture, and we deem that okay. Yeah. Right? And, and, like, you literally can get famous off of it. You know what I'm saying? You can get famous off talking about, like, beefs. People get famous of going at each other in violent situations. This man got got so calledly counseled for a white woman's finger. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of harassment. 
Now, they didn't do that to Robert Downey Jr. They didn't do that to Ezra Miller. What's his name? Ezra Miller, I think that's his name. Yeah. The guy who played Flash. You know what I'm saying? And a dozen of other people, but they were waiting for some reason. He must have pissed somebody off in America. Somebody off in the higher-ups. Something was yeah. going on that behind the scenes that we don't know about to where they wanted to make him an example. Right? But, yeah, for, for me, right, watching this Jonathan uh, Major's situation play out, it was just a reminder for black men across America, right? Because I, I instantly went back to the Emmett Till case, right? Mm -hmm. Now, he allegedly whistled at a white lady and automatically was, like, presumed guilty in the eyes of the white man. They didn't, they didn't care. They didn't want to hear it. It was allegedly that he whistled, and he unfortunately lost his life. Now, fast forward to 2023, Jonathan Majors. Man, I got you on camera, right? Raising your voice, even grabbing this lady, and you going into the court system, man. You guilty out the gate? They don't want to hear nothing. They, it's called white fragility. All they, all a white woman got to do is cry. You going down, my brother? So it was just a reminder to show him, like, man, we still in power, and I'm gonna remind you instead of calling you a nigga, I'm gonna call you a convicted felon and remind you you will be segregated from Hollywood movies. You can't come over here. You probably won't even want to date another white woman no more after we done with you. It was a reminder to show him that black man, we, we got a light room <laughs> to move around in America. All I know is he has some of the greatest roles that we've seen in the last 100 years. Yeah, His I role agree. In Creed, classic. I I'm agree. I'm gonna run that movie back forever. You know what I'm saying? Um, all I know is the Marvel movies, the character that he played as Kang in the multi-dimensions of black men that he showed, one, all these different variants of us throughout the known dimensional universes, black gods, amazing. He played the goddamn big-headed scientist, yeah. right? He played in the, in the movie with the black witches, I forget the name of it, right? And, and he went through that whole movie, going through all of the challenges, loopholes. Man, he was fighting as a warrior. He played in The Last Man in San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jonathan Majors, um, you can say he's... Uh, uh, he made all he all he made was a was a was a mistake. Lovecraft Country. First of all, Lovecraft Country. I ain't never and seen the King character. Um, first of all, those there's no. It's funny that those projects that he was involved in didn't get sequels. It makes no sense that Lovecraft Country did not get a sequel. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Because he was he was exposing a lot within that movie. Yep. Now his King character ain't gonna get a sequel. It just be interesting, man. Y'all can say what y'all want to. There ain't no accidents in America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He lost how much money now from this? I don't this? know how much. 180 he million? He lost a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man. Um, yeah, he made a mistake. Yeah. That's but, a, that's that's that's. But life. mistakes don't matter. We must live by the consequences, you know? Man, listen. I'm all for redemption. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can only be... You can only truly be counseled in America if you allow yourself to be counseled in America. That's it. If if you act counseled, then you are counseled. That's it. Because here's the next thing for him. I would show visibility. Because if you act like you radioactive, nobody wants to touch you. Who going who gonna be the first radical person to hire him? You know what I'm saying? That's the becomes the question. He will have to hire himself 
make something highly successful, man, I'll start a YouTube channel and put out my own goddamn movie. Yeah. Do a short film. Let it go viral. Everybody watches it. Put it on one of those fast channels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of a sudden, here goes a movie that's making millions of dollars. Yeah, that's the thing. The possibilities are never over <laughs> until you stop believing, like you said. You know, like even with the baby, the baby kept working. <laughs> yeah, you gotta work working. through it. <laughs> yeah. And all the baby said was was a couple of things to some folks. It's like, bro, we gotta we we you only get counsel if you allow them to counsel you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when one thing happens in America, especially the black man at a large playing field, it happens to all black men. That's it. That happens to all black men. That's that's the way we feel. Y'all don't have to like it, y'all but I really don't care. We feel it because it feels always feels like modern day lynchings. That's what it feels like in America to watch a black man go through yeah. scrutiny. Yeah, you know I mean, especially things that other powerful men get to they get to that would never even see the light of day. That would never have went yeah. to criminal court. If anything, it might have went civil. But criminal, that was crazy for that man to be at the height of his career and go through a criminal court case like that. To well, me. do you do you think the portrayal of black men in the media has, you know, evolved? In any kind of way? I think the nah, not not really. Nope. Nope. I think that those people who run the media still run the media. We don't control and run none of that. It only evolves in a way when we show and depict ourselves in a way we talk about our decisions, where we talk about our consequences, the way we talk about our redemption and our image. But beyond that, you know, um, I think Kanye West is probably the greatest example of showing that nobody can truly be counseled unless they want to counsel themselves. And that the media doesn't have that much power that it used to. You know what I'm saying? Because back in the day, somebody like Kanye West couldn't exist, not in saying what he says and doing what he does. But now he can. So I yeah. think that that's the biggest thing. It's like, man, we got more power than we allow ourselves to you to use, but we don't act like it. Now, there's another thing I want to get into. <laughs> this Epstein list. Oh, man. Let me let me read y'all what's going on with this Epstein mm. list, man, because this is uh this is important. Cause they every time Epstein every time something happened with Epstein, they drop a bomb on us so we forget. Now the I Epstein didn't, list come out all of a sudden. Trump getting canceled. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about Jeffrey Epstein until like the court case happened. I didn't even know who he was. Dude, you said you went to the island before, didn't you? I what? You went to the island. No, I ain't never been on the island in my life. <laughs> he said, I ain't been on eight On island. the island, you did. <laughs> the island in the kitchen. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole That's a whole good alibi. I never even Straight been up. on the island, sir. <laughs> Not a I don't Hawaii. even use a thousand island salad dressing. <laughs> so, I mean, for those who... Um, uh, all right, so, so these lists are supposed to be made public in 2024, right? So it's probably not going to be January 1st, probably like January 2nd or something, right? Um, and a lady's filing that was settled by Virginia Roberts Griffey, an American woman who claimed Epstein um, sexually abused her when she was just a minor. Um, and that Glesgane Maxwell, his woman, or... Former girlfriend, longtime accomplice, aiding in abuse, right? So he got found guilty of all these charges. Some people say that he was like a CIA spook that was sent there to get dirt on Hollywood people. And he would like finance scientific research. He would like fund all of these people. People don't, the way he got his wealth is 
is a mystery onto itself. You know what I mean? Some people believe that he got it for being in this homo relationship with this other like billionaire white dude and got his money. And it's a whole lot of stuff that's behind this stuff. But there's a lot of people who are supposedly of the higher ups. And you was locked up when all this was happening. But it was um, a whole circulation of conspiracy theories around Epstein in this list, right? To where they were saying all kind of people on it. They were saying uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey, you know what I mean, was on it and that she was on house arrest and Tom Hanks and all the celebrities was trying to hide. And they didn't allow these documents to come out at that time. Right. So they're saying that there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to be uh, supposedly outed, you know what I mean, when this list come up about some of his accomplices, you know what I mean, uh, in 2024. And I think 2024 is going to be a very crumbling year for the higher-ups. I think that's the kind of energy that's going on mm. in 2024. Um, they got a lot to watch out for. Um, yeah. I think the, the gatekeeper class, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be moving out the country. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. just say that. Now, I know, like, with these type of lists, too, though, context matter. Because they can probably, your name could probably be mentioned in this. But it's to what degree was your involvement with this situation? Just because, like, I know you, and we might have associated with the public a couple of times, don't mean that I might knew about your criminal activity or been in that. And that might not even be disclosed within that document. But people are still going to judge you in the skepticism, man. So what you think about that angle of it all? Well, yeah, I mean, that's always that. People, if it's it's about the court of public opinion. People don't care about yeah. context or critical thinking. Yeah. There's only a small percentage of people on this planet who still use that faculty of the brain to actually critical think. That part has been shut off for most people, and they run with the emotions of a story, right? Um, there's people that, 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 there could be somebody just by perhaps of another person that gave them the plane that he used and they flew on it. Now they logged in and their name is attached or somebody who could have went to that island right. and had nothing to do with, you know what I mean? The nature of things that was going on behind the scenes. Right. But then there is going to be some people that you may see on there, like five to 10 20 times, and you'd be like, ain't no way. Ain't no way you ain't know about this shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute now. Because there was a point in time where some of his accusations came out. So if you rocking with him after the accusations, yeah. you know, it's kind of like going to a Diddy party after, you know what I mean, the Cassidy stuff. Right. You feel me? It's kind of like, like, bro. We, we could, but then, but you got some people that'll say, well, he wasn't criminally convicted of a crime, so was it even a crime that what he's been accused of? You it know, don't, listen, you still no. got people. It, what what you talking about is like your reputation. So if that if that's the case, are the you people only who, guilty because you you get guilty in the courts? I mean, not. Well, I mean, guilty technically, if you no. actually do it. Yeah, you get. That's what I'm saying. So that's, technically, no. That's like but, the, that's like this weird reasoning. We know people in the hood that done did some things. Yeah. Just because you got off don't mean you wasn't guilty. Yeah, we know people in the hood that done did some shit. Yeah. Like probably even the, the worst of the worst murder and you still hang with them. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's, there's guilty. There's there's actually guilty and then there's yeah. legally guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people who are actually guilty. But yeah, when that list, when that list come out, I do like... Factually, I should say factually. feel sorry for the people who got to get caught up in that who actually probably didn't have nothing to do with it, but now their reputation is destroyed just for being on that list. That'll be crazy. That's gonna be a crazy 2020. Yeah, I mean, well, they should be able to have 
legitimate arguments of that they wasn't a part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, don't, I think you can only be destroyed if you were actually guilty of something. Right. You know what I mean? If you can't have a legitimate arguing why you was there 20 times in a row, you know what I'm saying, late nights and all of that stuff, then I think that, yeah, there's some legitimacy to it. You know what I mean? Because your name definitely going on the blog for the clickbaits, <laughs> all the gossip stories, all of that. Once they see that one name, I'm pretty sure... um. It's the, the one actor that we all love gonna be on there. Baby's friends. Um, Chris Tucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, listen, we know that Hollywood, them, them, the Hollywood ups be doing a lot of stuff. The brother Christian Keys, as we come back to that conversation again, he talked about it. He's saying, he basically saying it's either Tyler Perry or Diddy that was out here proposing to him, you know what I mean, to do some weird things for a piece of change. We talked about that last time. Yeah. But the whole thing about it is, is that that is a common practice. The casting couch call is a common practice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the bro, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cold piece in the game. It's a cold piece in the oh, game. Man. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, what else we got, man? That's some cold game. First of man. all, you 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 gotta be careful in America. America is a sick place, man. So, anyway, I was looking up some of these ramifications, going back to the Trump situation. Um, I want to get what your possible, what you think, your, what your predictions are for the 2020-whatever election. I even want to know what's crazy, right? I couldn't even tell you who was running, but Trump. Mm. I, so, you got Like, you like got I ain't going to lie. Like, and, this is, and this is where, I don't know, this is where. When Trump first became president, right? He made it interesting to look at this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, since Biden got in office, I haven't paid anything into politics at all because it's boring. It's no excitement. Like, it, I don't even understand how he talk. I, you know, he don't even understand what he's talking about. So I'm not paying attention to it to the point where it's time to run for another president, pres, presidency, and shit, who the, who the camp, who, who, who running? <laughs> I don't know nobody. Trump Trump um getting indicted for Rico was more exciting than that. Okay. Okay. So here are some of the possible outcomes of what happened from that. Um appeal to the Supreme Court, which they most likely go win. Um this is the first the time who? this is the appeal to the Supreme Court. This is the first oh, yeah. time this has happened. Um and I think that the appeal they probably gonna win. Um, just because I believe that, like you talked about the voters, you know what I mean, in Colorado, um, I think that's what, elect, so, I think uh, some might say 11 electoral votes, you could check on that, but the electoral college is how the presidents are selected, so if you don't have those electoral votes from that state and you disqualify from that state, you know what I mean, then that can have big ramifications on your fight to win presidency. Um... You know, regardless of the legal outcome, it's, it's, it can have political consequences and it can affect who's going to stand with him when it comes to the Republican Party and his influence on it. But I don't think too many people are going to waver from Trump. I think that they're going with him because mm -hmm. this is their best chance for the Republican Party to get power, right, which is falling behind Trump. Um, so I think that they're going to rock with him all the way. Um, you got the Republican political reaction you know, I think it can be more activism, increased demonstrations, influence on platforms. So people go be hating. There's going to be all these people talking about it. None of that's going to really matter. Um, other states, you know, you got Pennsylvania, which I believe is one of the highest Supreme Courts. We'll see what happened over there. 
you know, if they look at it, which I don't think that they will. But I know for a fact that this fight is going to get heated up anymore. I mean, even more. Oh, yeah. Right? Now, I do know for no matter who becomes president that they have to side with Israel. Right? Trump already said he would. You know, even though Trump says whatever he wants to say in order to get elected. Right? He said... There used to be footage of Trump saying that Republicans are dumb. They scrubbed the internet of this footage and now saying that it's false. Does anybody remember this? Does anybody remember seeing the footage of Donald Trump saying, right, Republicans are a stupidest group. You can tell them anything and they'll believe it. And I ain't talking about an article because I remember seeing the video and now <laughs> I can't find it nowhere. You know what I mean? They 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 trying to play the, uh what's the effect, the Mandela effect? The Mandela, yeah. No, I seen it for a fact. You can't tell me. You know, some people say the Mandela effect comes from the fact that CERN did a um, did a did um, an experiment with these particles. And when they clashed these particles, they opened up a new dimension. And this new dimension, like, basically, like, split realities. Uh. It destroyed our reality, and it, like, joined all these multi-universes together. And so some facts that some people remember and some facts that other people remember are different. And we remember in different lives, different worlds, different timelines, things of that nature. But I know for a fact I 100% remembered this. And there's not a PSYOP in the world. There's nobody that could tell me that this did not happen. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a dangerous thing when we can't, yeah. we, like... I want y'all really think about like when, this though. When like you can delete things on the internet right. to control propaganda. When you can just like stuff just disappear yeah. from the internet, and like you can be yelling at your children that this happened, they only gonna believe what you have proof of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then how can you believe any proof in the future when anything can be made up? Your deep fake voice can be made <laughs> up. Digital pictures can be made up. What the hell is gonna be the truth in the future? Yeah. The post era of truth is a very dangerous thing to where you can't tell what's fact or fiction anymore. You know what I mean? Like your version of history and their version of history, like, oh man, it's dangerous. <laughs> so who you voting for, cuz? Man, you know I'm voting for. <laughs> I play on me, man. Yeah. And and this came <clears throat> out when they had just said that they found out that there was all of these rigged uh, these votes, like, I think 20-something, 11,000, I forgot how many votes. It was like a certain amount of votes that were um, falsely counted that didn't exist. Yeah. It's like, you got to pay attention. There's so much news that just flash on your screen that something else flash and you forget, like, wait a minute, I got to connect this to this. Because every time people start running on one narrative, they got to come up with a counter-narrative, then a counter-narrative. Yeah. And because we only remember in like three to five days of information, you only remember what's presented in front of you right now. It's a cold game. It's a cold game. Yo, yeah, you're going to have to really have a high level of discernment to know what's real in fact. Anybody can just... I think that the most dangerous thing about the internet is the ability for you to just make up stuff. And a large group of people who want to believe it will believe it. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't take a lot of time... Um, talking about people who make up stories about me because people who want to believe it will believe it. Right. No matter what you say. No matter what. Yeah. So you got to just, you have <clears> to lock in, you know what I mean, with people who know you, people who believe you, people who trust you, you know what I mean, people who know your character, who know your body, you know your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, and then move with them and then let everybody else believe what they want to. 
That's it. You know what I mean? Like, as long as it's not consequential to affecting your life, y'all can run with whatever narrative. There's people on this planet Earth who are severely unintelligent. I'm not going to change their IQ. So the way that they perceive reality is always going to be from a lower place. Right? So my whole point is to tap in with people of the higher class society, people who are actually intelligent. I want to know smart people. Do it ever become a problem when, like, people make up a story and then the people who you thought were, like... Uh, a comrade or an associate of yours, and they they take the stories and run with them and spread the propaganda as well. Do they ever make you feel away, or you just turn our vision nah, with nah, that as well? I ain't had nobody do that. I'm smacking you if you do that. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> can't beat my partner and spread misinformation. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We go, it's gonna be some missing information on you. <laughs> uh, you can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like it you gotta, gotta, it gotta you gotta have some type of protocol. Huh? Yeah, no, it gotta For be. Sure. It gotta be real. Like, like you know, you know, there's a reason they got a green light and a red light. Green light mean go. Green light mean that. Listen, anybody that see this person, you know what I mean? You know what it means. Yeah. If I gotta explain it, you ain't gonna do the mission anyway. So it's just green light. Don't play with the tribe. Yeah. Don't play with the tribe. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> You know the black Americans back outside? Mm. Yeah, it's like that. I seen your boy Lil Wayne today, um, and Two Chains had an interview, and they was talk asking him like who's the GOAT rapper on Young Money record label. And they and he chose Nicki Minaj, but in my eyes, I would have chose Drake, man. So I know you had a young money phase, man. Everybody was addicted to the new Wayne records that's dropping. Who who is your GOAT um artist on the Young Money label? You said I had a young money phase. Bro, you did, phase. bro. We went to college together. And I remember, bro, one of your favorite songs was that Up in the Studio, Me and My Dream. Oh, Me yeah, and yeah. My Dream. How about that? For sure, for sure. That. that wasn't no phase. But <laughs> it was a good song. At the time, yeah. it was vibes. Um, I mean, Lil Wayne, obviously. All right, Wayne, he's the GOAT. Yeah, obviously. You know what I mean? When you heard that, when, when, and when he let everybody rap, and then at the end, mm. here come Wayne killing everybody. You know what I'm saying? I would have to go Wayne, Drake, Nicki. Wayne, Drake, Nicki. It's just I think that's just I think that's just what everybody knows about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Drake created more vibes than all of them though. Yeah. So I put him as number one. Cause you got you got thing with Drake man, he got different genres. It's Nicki do too though, but her her her, her different genre music don't hit like Drake music. But I might be wrong because I'm, I'm not. I'm biased because I'm not. I'm not, you feel me? I don't be listening yeah. to it like you do. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, we tapping up. You too much listening to who, Nicki? Yeah, man, come on, man, don't do that, bro. Bro, we already talked about this in <laughs> Nicki Minaj's obsession. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You still a real one though. I still rock with yeah, you. Okay. You still my partner. Put this new Nicki on there. Turn Man, it on. Doing all that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, um, but listen, I don't even be listening to rappers no more. I ain't even heard the mm. the, the Lil Wayne and Two Chains album. But I will say this though. I mean, Wayne is Wayne. It is what it is. You know, I yeah. like I like hip hop. You feel me? Shit. We went to the um. What's what's the um brother? What's his name? Um. Big oh, hit. big hit, we went hit to boy. big hit, right? Yeah, the other day. I don't know if you all can see this, but we went to the album release party, like a little private um release release party for um Big Hit new album, which is um Hit Boy's father, mm -hmm. the producer Hit Boy, and he 
he did some nostalgia thing. You know what I'm saying? When he came in, he had the CDs printed up. The old, um, the big TV they used to be in grandma's house playing the videos on it. You know? Yeah. He just created a different vibe, but it took me back when he handed us the CD. I'm like, damn, why am I going to play the CD yet? Yeah. <laughs> can you believe, like, man, the way, like, technology evolved, you know, in different ways we can do the same things that we used to do in the background, but it's just simplified now? Yeah, I think, I, I, I first of all, shout out to uh, Hit Boy, Big Hit. I yeah. like what they doing over there. He, uh... His, his real goal is to like make sure that his father stay out of prison yeah. and he got something recreational. He got a dream that he can chase. And his father, his father was like, when we did the interview, which I'm gonna release this Saturday, he was like, uh, you know, his biggest thing now is like seeing his grandchild happy. Yeah. You feel me? Like being able to like talk to him. He had that time, man. And, and I like watching them interact and I like what they doing. And I think it's so important what Hit Boy doing with him. I say, I told him, boy, I'm like, you you like a bridge between these generations. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had Nas, yeah. of course, you got your pops, but it's like. And he the young one. Yeah, know. he the young one that's that's in that, but it's like with him and his father, and his father being really good with the rapping, too. I heard him, he was talking about bang like this, I bang like this. And then he said, I bang so much, I look in the mirror, I bang on myself. <laughs> <laughs> And his, his pops do get but, real OG vibes. But we don't get enough of seeing, I think, um, fathers interact with their children. You know what I mean? They have success with their children and their children's mm. lives. So I think that, that it is for everybody that watches that dynamic, people love it because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's father time? You Especially know, like, after, because we all, a lot of a lot of black men, a lot of black boys don't get that time because their fathers was in jail. So this is like the perfect play out to see in real life, man. My father did about, about 20 years, 19 years. He came home and I got him focused. I got him, got myself right to the point I can put him in a position yeah. and now we just moving around the world and people don't, like you said, don't get to see that. Well, let's go, let's get a little <laughs> deep then with this shit. Man. Yeah. Because as we talk about father time. Father Time catches up to everybody, as they say, mm. but Father Time goes deep, right? Um, when we're talking about the Father Time was known, you know, to carry the sickle, which represents harvest. It represents the cycles of time, right? When you go back into Greek order, right? But Father Time was also a, a complex, you know what I mean? And this complex was something that fought against his own children, right? When you go back into Greek studies, I'm going to pull up some because it's the 19th. Uh, of the month, you know what I'm saying? And we'll go into the Kronos Complex, which kind of goes into a deeper thread of America and America's downfall, if y'all really want to know. You know what I mean? 19th of the month, this is the last 19th of the year, which is special, you know what I mean? It being 12-19, these are portal days when things open up. This is why the announcement of Trump happened on this particular day. It's a representation <clears throat> of truth, it's a representation of opportunity. The thing about white folks is they know this magic and they do not miss opportunities to open up these portal days. Very important things to get into the psyches of the mind of the people. Um, I'm going to drop a video where Minister Farrakhan was explaining the importance of the number 19. And he did this October 16, 1995 at the Million Man March. You know what I mean? In front of the Washington Monument, which he said was 16 feet high. And he said in front of this are these two presidents. One is the third, one is the 16th, and of course that represents the 19th. And he said that, it, you know, when that one comes next to that nine, it represents something to be unco uncovered, you know what I mean, and unfolded. And he said the secret of America, right, is the black body. Now, have y'all yeah. seen, you know, leave America behind or leave the world behind? 
the washed up on shore, 1619. They said that they brought 19 to 20 slaves over. Of course, the, the truth was that the 64-year hidden history in America that it started in 1555, right, which would be another angel number of recognition, of, of recognition. So when you observing time, you have to observe the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody, I could have predicted easily that something was going to happen 1219, right? Because these are one of those, these portal days, as I'll call them, for something to happen, right? Uh, I think <clears throat> Trump was um, initiated into the office on January 19th or February 19th, one of them. You know what I'm saying? There's, Trump actually is, he has a lot of resonation with the number 19 and what that represents. And I'll go deeper uh, one of these days for you all, um, which I haven't been able to go. But here's the thing. Fear the paradigm shifters. A new time, right? Um, this is something that you have to be able to pay attention to. Number one, a paradigm in Greek, it represents a pattern, example, or, or a sample, right? It comes from the verb paradigma, right? Uh, which represents to expose, right? And so, or to show or to point out. So it's like, you know, we can see in America that the paradigm has shifted. Presidential elections are not what they used to be. Right. Presidential elections are like civil wars now, right? We're one side of America against the other side of America, but in a very real vitriol way. They're not playing by campaigns no more. They're trying to get each other locked up, trying to get each other's sons locked up. It don't even feel like presidential yeah. anymore. <clears throat> Nothing about the presidency feels presidential. Biden does not feel presidential at all, right? We haven't had a president since Obama, right? Um, Trump was not a president. Trump was a dictator. He was a ruler. He came in to shift things up. He came to unveil things, yeah. right? So you have to recognize how far we've come to know where we at. And because we shift so many times throughout the world that you don't even realize how much things have changed. We just accept change, right? Like in the movie, it talks about a time that was nostalgic for a time that doesn't exist. Thinking about presidencies back in the day, that's nostalgic for a time that don't exist. We reminisce off old nostalgic music because that time don't exist to us anymore. We're living in this post-era where the world is like ending and we're trying to figure out what makes us happy. And the only thing that makes people happy is the past, right? Because they can't look forward to the future, right? So the only candidates that you got right now is candidates of the past. <clears throat> nothing new being presented to the people anymore from the political class. You got to pay attention to what's going on. Father Time is caught up with America, right? So, you know, the Greeks believed that Cronus, and you got to know Cronus represents a chronon. Chronometry is represents an increment of time, like a second or a minute yeah. or an hour, right? Y'all following with me? Let me know if y'all following with me. You know what I'm talking about? We go get, we go, we go, we go get to. We'll get a little deep in this one. Um, so. During antiquity, Cronus was occasionally interpreted as Cronus. According to Plutarch, the Greeks believed that Cronus was an allegorical name for Cronos. In addition to the name, the story of Cronus eating his children was also interpreted as an allegory to a specific aspect of time held with Cronus' fear of influence. Right? So Cronus was a Greek god that went and ate his own children. Right. He was jealous of their power and what they would gain in America. America has always been at war with his own children. Yeah, that's what a civil war is. Right. A civil war is a, a war with his own children. The reason when we see the school shootings that happened in America is because you follow what happened on April 19th um, with uh, I forget the place where the, the federal agents went and raided. And these people was kind of trying to live sovereign and off the grid. And they went and just killed them all. And Timothy McVeigh was watching that. And he decided he wanted to implement 
or or emulate, mm. right? Something that he seen another radical group, which was a part. He was a part of a militia, and he went and did some terroristic acts. And of course, white men were the face of terrorism yeah. during that time. And it represents, you know, what we at right now is America's at war with itself, right? It's at war with its own values. The children that growing up in this generation. Right or at war with the old values and old system of America, quite literally. Yeah. Right, these younger children, younger white children, don't believe in the older white father. They don't believe in the patriarch. Right, yeah. that's what the father time is. Is the patriarch literally father time? Right. So the patriarch of America is the war that we're going through, and that's why these are the end of times, and it gets deeper. Yeah, it's necessary though, man, for the father of America, because yeah, like you said. It was built on destruction. Waco, thank you. Yes, Waco incident, which happens on the 19th, right? Which also um, happened on the 19th was um, those brothers that were accused of, you know, where been that white girl? Um, um, the, that guy in the uh, park. Yeah, the, yeah, the I mean, uh, Central Park Five, Central who park, yeah. Donald Trump took out uh, a list on, even though that brother who I crowned, he ended up winning and becoming. Um, some he he won in politics recently. Yeah, he was mocking it. Donald Trump. Like, look how far we came. Right. Pay attention. Father Time comes and gets all. So anyway, as the theory went, because as it says, Cronus eating his children was also interpreted as a, a, a allegory to a specific aspect of time held with Cronus. Fear of influence. So his fear of influence represents his time of rulership. Right. What is America losing? Influence. Influence over his own children. Right. His children is America. So as the theory went, Cronus represented the destructive ravages of time, which consumed all things. A concept that was definitely illustrated when mm. the Titan King devoured the Olympic gods. The past consuming the future. The older generation suppressing the next generation. This is all going to be in my 19 high level observation book, by the way. Um, the older generation suppressing the next generation during the Renaissance. During the Renaissance, we are going through that Renaissance right now, right? What do you see? Blockchain technology, right? This is a Renaissance of AI, Renaissance of social media, Renaissance of so-called free thinking, right? Why is not a, why is America stifling innovation? Why yeah. is it not allowing the American people to grow in prosperity to where they can get wealth? It's stifling the Renaissance. You know what I mean? The social media is killing freedom of speech and things of that nature. So it is a stifling so, Renaissance. So this is why you got the Mark Zuckerberg's going to build underground bunkers because they feel like something is coming. Yeah, well that's coming. nothing new. I think that's just a fear thing to even <clears throat> talk about, in a sense. Not that you bring it up as a fair thing, but in the sense that they've been doing it. Yeah. Who wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you have an underground bunker? I know, I know regular people in Florida. You know what I mean? They got underground bunkers. That's just intelligence. Yeah. The inevitability. There's a hundred percent chance that something will happen. It's inevitability. It's stats. It's statistics. It's the world that we live in. Yeah. Right. The idea that the world will be untouchable forever is crazy. You know what I mean? Every people that were probably living before a travesty completely wiped them out were thinking the same thing. The British thought that they was going to last forever and that empire fell, right? Um, so now that we're living during this time, you know what I mean? These are the ends of times, right? But a new time comes when an end time comes. Right. So you have to understand, like, what dimension are you even living on? Are you living on Ethiopian time, the Mayan calendar, or are we living on Pope's time? Even the Pope now coming out and saying that he's blessing same-sex marriage. That represents the end of the church. 
His influence has waned and disappeared so much that he has to acquiesce to society and not keep it right in line with the faith and belief of the parishioners and people who practice there. It's the end of time. It's the 19th, y'all. Y'all both get this work, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I about? I didn't know that. I didn't know they was doing that over there. Yeah, that. yeah. Mm. It's the end of empire disease. You know what I mean? You pull up the skirt of the Pope, he ain't got no nuts. Um, <laughs> as the <laughs> theory on, went, Cronus represented the destruction ravages of time, which consumed all things. Uh, let me let me let me let me go past that. So that's if you want to study that, that's in mm. Greek Cronus. Um in Greek mythology, in Greek mythology are myths. You have to understand myths are like symbols for the mind, right? Myths are very powerful. Myths are a way to communicate ideas, energies throughout times. Myths are not supposed to be about facts. They are stories of prediction. They are ideas that exist in these storylines that play out over time and time and time and time. Uh, it's like a story of Hercules, right? Yeah. Or a story of Samson. Right. Or the myths that we, we carry about ourselves. These myths are very powerful stories yeah. that are that last longer than facts, because the myths and the stories we tell to other people. Right. That represents lessons and ideas. Lesson, yep. And they get carried out in the archetypes of people who become characters in those mythos. Right. Our story can carry the Messiah mythos. We look at Nipsey's story. That's the Messiah mythos. Pac, Messiah mythos. Right. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X, Messiah mythos. Right. You gotta gotta carry on with the stories. And you gotta understand the way these things go. This is the nineteenth. I'm telling you, man. We ready. All right. Um, so, and 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 here's the thing. Um, what was it? It was uh, NASA that just said that they got the clearest picture of Uranus that that we've ever seen. Pause. Um, so in Greek mythology, <laughs> Cronus from Greek was the leader of the youngest first generation of Titans. Right. The divine descendants of Uranus of the sky and Gaia of the earth. He overthrew his father and ruled during the mythological age, mythological golden age um, until he was overthrown by his own son, Zeus, in prison in Tartarus. All right. So you can decide on what's the golden age. We had many different ages in America. We had Iron Age, Bronze Age, Golden Age. Yeah. Right. We have ages of Renaissance. We now have we Dark the tech age, age, Tech Ages. Yeah. Right. So. The times go through different ages representing what is the dominant ruler and what is the god of that age. There was a time where gold was the god of that age. There's a time where technology, AI just means 19. This is the age of 19, right? That we used to operate on an alphabetical numerical equivalent system, meaning that A represents one, I represents nine. So when they talk about AI, I ain't afraid of it. That's just 19. Yeah, I mean, that's just people trying to play God because 19 is a God number. It represents all. Right. So when we say this is the age of all, what, what do we see coming out nowadays? We see all things coming out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? AI is supposed to what, solve all things, represent all things. Right. So, you know, I'm not afraid of AI. It's just 19. It's just a number. You know what I mean? It was what? COVID-19. Mm -hmm. COVID-19 or COVID-AI. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how you want to switch it up. So for me, you know, the way I look at the way I observe the world is not from a place of fear. It's a place from understanding and everything is just information. Uh, 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 a system or a machine doesn't fear information. A system is it gathers information so that it can make decisions. And because we're so emotional, when we get data, instead of utilizing that data as information on what to do next, we are fearful of the data. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is why people don't tell people stuff because they want to remain ignorant. In the moment you tell people, they say you're fear-mongering. No, you are fearful of the data. You shouldn't have been fearful. If you had an idea, thought, plan of how you can utilize it, then there would be no reason for fear. Fear comes in a lack of ignorance, a lack of understanding, right? So let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Father time, father time. <laughs> father time, man. Listen, you got to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? But they say it's the fall of America, man. You, you see the expire. <laughs> the hell yeah. Yeah. Cronus was usually depicted with a harp, a sith, or a sickle, which was the instrument he used to castrate and depose Uranus, his father, and, and his father. Now, you can also go look at ancient Kemet stories and things of that nature and find correlations because the Greeks only stole it from the, you know what I mean, the ancient Kemetic people. But those Greeks back in those days, really those stories, you know what I mean, those black people, man. So anyway, we can get to them, get to that later. Uh, those, or where you think they got that story of Hercules from? Yeah. Come on, man. You ever seen Tookie Williams and them? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we know what's going on. So <clears throat> Cronus governed chronological time, contrasted with the Greek word for time, kairos, right? Meaning the indeterminate moment that is right for something to occur. So when we talk about it, like people look at synchronicity. People look at why things happen on certain times and dates consistently over and it over. It's all a strategy. It's a kairos. It's yeah. an opportune time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And things have to operate on this system because when you understand the universal principles and laws on how things are governed, then you know that there's a certain time to do everything. If you are, if you got the sickle of time, then you know in the wintertime you don't plant things, right? You understand the cycles of earth, right? It's the same thing with numbers. If you are aligning things like the uh, ancient Kemetic people, right, when they had to study the Nile River and they realized that by studying the stars and the river and things of that nature, then they can time when it was the right time to harvest. So therefore, they were able to grow abundance of food, right? So that's why that land became plentiful. So they knew when it was Kairos, when it was the opportune time. Mm -hmm. So by having that mathematical mind and creating system and being in connection with the cosmos and nature, now you know when to do things and when not to do things. But if you're not operating and tapped into that efficiency, you're operating on a time scale that's given to you by man. You have to go work, but you're not even in connection to your biological time, right, which is your circadian rhythm telling you when to wake up. Right. Then you have cycles within the day. Right. That you have peaks. So you may be able to work for 90 minutes. Then you got a 30 minute relax cycle that you got to have. Then another 90 minute. But the workplace is not set up like that. The workplace is you got to work through all your cycles. So now you become burnt out literally. Right. Because you're not operating in flow with self. Or you're trying to plan and create ideas in the wintertime when you post away to the equinox. Right. When the sun's strength comes back. Right. And then at the summer is when you plan a big events because that's when the energy is at its highest. Yeah. Right. Everybody so out. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you got to know the opportune times. There's metonic cycles of the moon. There's solar cycles of the sun. There's planetary cycles. Right. When energy is spinning in the universe at different points in time, there's magnetic spheres of this planet Earth to where everything has this moon cycles. You're not going to plan a vacation with your lady on the day of her period. No, we're not doing that, right? So you got to know the cycles. You got to wait till it's over, then have a vacation, so you time now, it at the right time. Now we can go on the island. 
Yeah, now we can go. You want to be on the island by your girl the day she started appearing? That's you're not in tune with the cycles. Yeah, it's the same thing with America. You got to yeah. know when is the best time for black people to go do what they're supposed to do. So I got a question: How Mr. The Nineteen cycle? Keys gonna be moving during this fall of America that's going on? Especially like 2024, because like you said, it's going to be a lot of more chaos going on and all that. How would you, how you going to maintain your mental peace and stay out, these, stay out of the way and do, you know, continue Man, your mission? It's, 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 you got to be able to operate in high stress environments. Yeah. You know what I mean? A warrior finds peace in war. You know what I mean? So I'm not looking for the type of peace that most people are looking for, right? If you're going to be a great warrior, general, entrepreneur, Whatever you're going to be during this time, you have to increase your baseline to where your stress level, you know what I mean, can handle what most people can't, right? So that you can continue to work at a high level. While most people are stressed out about what is to come, right, you have to uh, have that in normality so you can keep working like this is nothing. Yeah. So I always operate in the future already so when things happen, I'm not surprised. Right. My goal is to become more dense. Right. If you study, you know, what atoms and things of that nature, when when the people around you, because this is a time to strengthen tribes and strengthen relationships. And when those relationships are strengthened, they become dense and the density increases the strength and the magnetic force. Right. That you have. So this when we say just find your tribe season, build your tribe, solidify your tribe season. You should have just only a small, dense group of people that make y'all powerful together. Right. I would suggest five to ten people. Ten could be a lot, but five to ten people, right? Three to five people is a mastermind. So the goal is to only operate in a small, dense circle of power, right? And what do we want? We want to be able to sovereignly move throughout this planet Earth, right? I want to be able to be in Africa. Why, If, if everything going down in America, am I supposed to stay here? We're not going to win a physical civil war. We know that's not what it is. It's a war of mental and spiritual warfare yeah. that we have to win, right? So what we, yeah, we got to live through this so that we can implant the programming and, and seed the ideas into the next generation. Yeah. It's not worth anything unless the ideas in the mind is seeded into the next generation, right? If, if I'm gone and, you know, every trace of me is deleted, what did I do? Right. No, I have to leave literature. I have to leave scholarship. Right. We have to leave plans and blueprints. Right. And you have to have that. The same thing that was left. Yeah. Close <laughs> order structure so that they can build on top of that when that Kairos, the opportune time comes for them. Yeah. Right. After a great destruction, that's the time of building. Right. So. But what will be built? We build on the ideas of our ancestors. Right. We are God's chosen people. And if you can't, if you. And this is an important thing. If you do not believe that you are God's chosen people, why are you alive? What are you here for? Most people don't really believe that they like the fact that melanated people, these copper colored children in the fields of North America do not believe that you're God's chosen people. Yet every description and every religious book describes you. Man, literally, every every one. <laughs> you don't believe that you're God's chosen people? Mm. And I ain't saying that you just believe it rhetorically. I'm talking about believe it with a privilege and audacity, like you're the heirs of this planet Earth. You're too goddamn meek, but they say the meek shall inherit the Earth, right? 
Who is those people that is represented and described in every single book? You go to the Ethiopian church and they show you the depictions of the people in the Bible. They were all dark, melanated people, every single depiction. All of the apostles, all of the saints, Jesus, Yahweh, rather, every, all of them. And people say the color don't matter. That's only if you colorblind. But you can still tell this is a different shade of gray. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So if black people can't unite behind that we being God's chosen people and that it is our time, right? I don't care whatever else your belief is. Those are the two single things you need to know. This is our time and we are the chosen people to inherit the earth. Who is more deserving than those who have been through the worst? We've been through the worst. Yeah. They, they talk about Ham's curse. I don't think it's... A gift, they say, you know, a gift can be a curse. Not a curse in the sense that it's a negative thing. It's a curse in the gift in the sense that if you like the wealthiest person in your family and everybody look at you and it's like wealth can be a curse. Yeah. It's not a bad thing for the person who has it, but it's a greater thing than responsibility. When you are magical people, it's a gift and a curse. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have to go through sacrifice. And sacrifice in Latin is broke down to sacred. So you're going to have to have some sacred time to where you have to figure things out. Shout out to the, shout out to the natives of Sitting Bull. You know what I mean? Shout out to those of, of, of Wounded Knee. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Native Americans that are fight. We seem to be very closely related to those Native Americans. We love the spirits. We love to drink. We love war. We love fight. We love tribalism. We, we jump all the way to Africa when we talk about the things that we emulate. But it's only because we've never studied the Native American culture. Go look at Sitting Bull. He loved war. When you go to the hoods in America, man, it remind me of the Native Americans. Mm. They were scalping them. He sent out 10,000 men. They had smoking parties. They were smoking their tobacco, drinking their spirits, Damn dancing. <laughs> yahe, yahe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Going to war, and they loved it. And they said that, listen, if you want to take our land, you got to know you got to go through us in order to get to it. You know what I mean? Sitting Bull, man, he, they had rituals that they had to go through. And when he was 14 years old, he, he rode out into the fields and he touched the enemy like this. You know what I mean? So what he did was he went up to a group of enemies riding on his horse. His goal wasn't to kill him. You know what I mean? He went out and touched the enemies and that was a representation of like he becoming one of the men. You feel me? He did this at an early age. You know what I mean? And got away with it and got back to the tribe and became legendary. But what they were saying was that was his spirit the whole time. You know what I mean? He had this fearless, I ain't afraid of the enemy, and this is my space. Yeah. You feel me? And all he wanted was to be great. And the enemies that he fought were very ambitious, but he wasn't afraid. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. You know, lions and tigers may be great, but they still will work at a circus. A wolf won't. That spirit of the natives were like wolves, Right? They refused to perform for the white man. They refused mm. to work for him. They refused to be in his circus. That's the spirit. There's a lot of us that that other uh, tribe, that wolf tribe, they got that spirit. They refuse to be a part of the it's circus. It's like bacon. Yeah. <laughs> huh? It's like bacon. Like, man, refuse. Don't put that over. Like, what? It is forbidden. Yeah, we don't want it. We don't want it. Yeah. There's many of people that are great, but they refuse to be a part of. I mean, they, they, they participate in the circus. You know what I mean? The natives refuse to be a part of it. And, and I can go deeper into 
the number 19 if I if we had time. Yeah, you gotta do that on your own, so no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, this, 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 y'all listen. Catch him on high level conversations if you want. Matter of fact, we got an episode where he actually went through. I'm gonna need y'all to go check it out. It's called the um the cipher. When we mean well, shit, you gotta drop the clips. You did. Then. Drop I the guess. clips on the I high guess. level conversation page. One day I will go through. Well, y'all just gonna have to get it on the book. Though. Yeah. Um, make sure y'all subscribe to the page, right? And I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Tigers, tigers and lions may be more powerful, but like wolves do not join though. the circus. That was fire. I like that. I might have to steal it. I, my analogy: Everybody want to be a goat. I want to be the wolf. I'm willing only to live forever. That's my analogy of the wolf. The wolf doesn't die. You know what I mean? Because to die is to kill your spirit. Spirit is an energy. Energy cannot be destroyed. You know what I mean? So, you know, so as long as you got that spirit, you forever. Some of us have got that spirit. We different. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And, and, and they don't like that. It's a new era of wolves out here. It's a new tribe out here. It's new tribe season. I know people don't be liking the Keys Wolf. It's like, listen, it's because I don't operate on the rules you want me to operate on. And I don't care about your circus. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to debate with you. I don't want to follow into none of your guidelines. I don't want to yeah. be a part of none of your structure. I don't want to know. I don't want to come to none of your parties. No, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want none of your circus. gifts. None of that. Yeah, yeah. That's your circus. Yeah. Enjoy that circus. You know what I mean? Fuck the circus. Y'all want to be a part of that? Go over there. Don't yeah. ask me about nobody. You know what I mean? If it ain't about us building over here, gaining. And, and I'm gonna tell y'all this. True building takes time. So if anybody comes and criticizes the construction workers, why they building, man, you just got to get kicked off site. You feel me? Like who, who comes around a construction worker and criticizes why you building? Yeah. Because you want to see the finished model. No. You taking up time from the building. If you're not here to help, get away. We, we good with that, like judging. Judging everything from a 10-year perspective in the first year. <laughs> like, let's get them some time to grow. You know, like, you know, people people good at that. So I'm done with it. You know, in the words of uh, Dr. Collett, man, you know, we're here to inspire and educate. Yeah. You know, for those who get spirit, strength in the spirit during this time, you got to tighten over. It's takeover time. You know, you got to go through something. You got to have some eyes that have been through something. I'm from Oakland, California. Grew up in St. Louis. I done seen some of the worst and worst. Been through a lot of the challenges. You know, um, and this is a time where you got to understand that, you know, it's the son's time now. Father time is up. It is. It's up. It's the son's time. Mm. You know what I mean? And may the children rise. May you rise in spirit. May you touch the enemy. You know what I mean? And understand yourself and never give up your land again. Right? Your land is in your heart. Right? But it's also beneath your feet. May you touch the earth. May they gather with the souls that are great and brave across mm. this planet. May you honor the sacrifice of those who chose to lay down their life so that you will never give up on life. I'm 19 Keys. This has been your man to man. I'm Steve Jones. You can follow us at 19 underscore keys and at Steve Jones AFNF on Instagram. Don't forget to hit the like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate you for tapping in. Stay tuned. We got more to come. Thank you. Subscribe. Oh, make sure you get your gold water and get your crowns. Oh, make Go sure to the you, sites ASAP. Make sure you get some of these too, man. You know these these are the flask glasses in the land. Everybody got them.